Hello and welcome to the Where's Amanda podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. I'm the music festival junkie who quit my job to travel the world one music festival at a time. Now I'm in your ears every week talking everything about music, festivals, travel, and just a little bit of life. Today on the podcast, we have Alexi. She owns a brand called Headbanger Ravewear. She sent me this dope shirt that says, Not Your Rave Bay. I love it so much. We're going to be here talking about what it's like to own a brand, what plans she has for the future, and obviously talk about some of her favorite music. Freaking Thursday, almost Friday. As always, let me know where you guys are joining in from the comments. Drop your city. Love to see where you guys are tuning in from. It always makes me so happy and so rad that you guys tune in from all these different places. But without further ado, I got my girl, Lexi. I'm going to let you get started. Introduce yourself, where you're tuning in from, all that good stuff. Hi guys, so my name is Lexi and I am tuning in from Westchester, New York and I am so happy to be on with my girl Amanda. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. So let's kick things off. Tell me about your first rave. Oh, my first rave. That was an experience. It was Nero at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Ooh, I don't think I've actually ever seen Nero, but they've been- Nero is- amazing live and I remember it was during Hurricane Sandy that I went so my mom was not happy with me (laughs) yeah I was like so this was uh what was the venue you said the Hammerstein Ballroom it's like right near Penn Station okay which is pretty pretty cool because for the people who like commute from Penn Station and stuff like that to raves it's so convenient I commute from Grand Central so it's a little bit of a hike but I would rather do that than the shows in Brooklyn because Brooklyn is like really far oh I mean it's even just cool that in the northeast you guys can commute like that because like obviously in Denver like I just get whatever shows are in Denver you know what I mean (laughs) like I can go to like Aspen or Vail but like I need a car like it's not just easy to like hop on a train and go yeah okay so you went to your first show and we're we're gonna get to that you guys spoiler alert she owns this dope brand it's called Headbanger Ravewire she's wearing one of the beanies I saw my decadence outfit not your rave bay I'm like obsessed with this shirt. <laughs> how we have we have a bit of a journey here so how did we go from this first show to now owning this brand so what ended up happening was is that um it was in 2012 that I went to my first rave and then Um, I was like in a relationship at the time and like the guy that I was with like didn't want to like go to a rave with me or didn't even want to experience it so I had to leave him in the year that I left him and it actually started from like a really bad bullying experience and I was like in a little bit of a hiatus for a while and I just remembered you know like self-love is everything and no matter how bad everything may seem at that time, everything is temporary. Mm-hmm. And I went to eForest, which was a magical experience that kind of like put everything together. And I was like, you know what? Like, as I'm on this self-love journey, I, like every rave that I went to, like I would always make my bras myself. I would make everything myself. Like to this day, I don't really own any rave wear except the ones that I make. So I mean, that's amazing that you made your clothes because, like, I literally would wear, like, like, over, like, the reason I I love that you sent me a t-shirt because that's, like, that's my rave attire. Like, I never really, I mean, I I had a tutu for sure, 
but I never really wore the cool rave bras. I never had that kind of confidence. So I love hearing people that like made their own clothes. I think that's so awesome. Yeah, I came from a like a design background. I went to the Fashion Institute of Technology, graduated in 2015, and my mom was like, "Watch, you're gonna get into fashion somehow." I know it, and I graduated as an advertising design major. Okay. So it's so funny how everything comes full circle because she's like, you know what? Like you need to do something out of this. Like you're raving, like you're meeting all these cool people. And one thing that I see is a pattern is that a lot of people in the rave community kind of come from backgrounds where like they weren't accepted or like, they're kind of like the outcasts, like mm -hmm. they were bullied in high school. And my mom was like, well, like all of that means something like you should go on this pilgrimage to kind of like teach everybody self love and how to love yourself through like acceptance and accepting yourself and not comparing yourself to other people. So I think that's the core value of like how Headbanger Raver got started. And mm -hmm. It's been like a long journey. <laughs> yeah. I First of all, I love everything that you are saying. I think it's so important when there's so many brands out there to really have a mission statement and a purpose. And when people hear that, it just drives so much more and we're able to connect with it. But I also want to talk a little bit of business. So like, how did you go about like your first product line, like selling, marketing, like let's get into all that. So with my first line, because I was trying to segue away from bras because like if you look at, because um, I went to school for like business administration, I just finished my master's in it. And it was talking about blue ocean versus red ocean strategy, which red ocean strategy is like a market that is very saturated. And like you either have to undercut people, you have to do all these things in order to get your stuff noticed. But Blue Ocean is kind of like the one like that is like unique from its own market and it hasn't been tampered into yet. Like for example, like Uber and Lyft would be considered like a Blue Ocean okay. like product and service. So mm -hmm. when I was, I was going through it and I like had these sweaters and I was like, uh, like Headbanger Rave where it was like this regular logo at first. And I was like, okay, like, cause I figured, I found myself trying to like, kind of bring everything together and looking at all like what all these other rave brands are doing and then I decided and I was just like look I'm a girl who likes to headbang and design shit I <laughs> oh, am that the best tagline I've ever heard that is fantastic so then uh, out of one of the experiences I had and this was like November like Black Friday of last year I really didn't have anything on my site and I was like you know what bothers me at a show when people try to hit on you and you're oh. not so that's how like not your rave bay came out and oh. I was like yeah I'm not your rave bay because I'm not interested mm -hmm. so that's kind of like that shirt like kind of just sparked everything yeah and I love the font on that you use too I think it's Thank like you. super cool and unique and uh Yes, that is just like something that is, you know, it's with the bar scene, but it's, it's with the rave scene as much as, you know, it's plur. We all want to love each other. Like there's distances, like there's certain parameters. And I've had that happen to me so many times because I'm okay with dancing by myself. Like I, I don't even think I remember the last time I like went to a rave or a music show, like with a boyfriend. Like I don't even, first of all, I wouldn't even know how to act, but like, I'm just so used to going solo that I'm used to just being like, you know, when you get those dance moves that you're like, this is my yeah. space. And for those of you listening on the podcast, I'm doing a lot of like arm motion. <laughs> around where you're trying to casually look like you're just dancing but in reality you're trying to like move people yeah, away 
since I'm in a long distance relationship with my boyfriend, I always wear it out because him and I, coincidentally, we met at Ultra in 2017. So every oh, single time I'm out without him, I wear my Not Your Rave Bay shirt because <laughs> I'm like not interested. Bye bye. That is amazing. I want to pause real quick because we do have a couple of questions from the live stream and I want to make sure. Um, so first off, people can buy them. What's, what's like the website and the brand? I usually do this at the end, yeah. but because people are tuning in and out, I want to make sure that we can get, get them. It is headbangerravewear.com and it's spelled just like how my hat is. Yes. And no, no vowels, right? No vowels. <laughs> I love it. You're like so trendy, but like, I feel like you started this before that was even a trend. Like all the DJs copied you. <laughs> I was kind of inspired by like how Nightmare spelt his name and I was like no because Headbanger like I don't know like um because like I know like you listen to like trance and like tech house and things well, so like I started off as a headbanger so I think that this, like, for me like getting old like I don't have the energy to headbang like I just like I it takes a lot whereas like a house show you know like I can be at a house show and just kind of like, like lightly just like moving whereas like if you see me at a bass nectar show which like oh my god his Coachella weekend two set like I was in pain because I was like full oh, on like don't get me wrong just because I like house doesn't mean I don't like the headbang I just I don't have it if it sounds like a chair like a metal chair is falling down a metal staircase it's, it's the, same, it's the same thing with me because like a lot of people think like because my brand is Headbanger Ravewear that I yeah. completely disdain all mm -hmm. other like genres. Like I'm a really big fan of like deep techno and deep house and hard style and like every mm -hmm. like it's kind of like Headbanger Ravewear like embodies all the dark sounds. I mean you could headbang to anything really. Basically. Like, let's, yeah. let's like put our minds to it. Like especially yeah. we, we woke up the long hair like you just start whipping it around and that's that's like headbang. Do you yeah. ever find it like afterwards and you're just like oh my god my whole body hurts. Like, oh yeah when we saw because Slander just came here for the eye tour mm -hmm. and and my friends went berserk and there were some people that I saw like I've noticed this like every single dubstep show I go to mm -hmm. they're like the newbie newbies that are into dubstep mm -hmm. that just headbang with their neck and it yeah, stressed like, me you know, you gotta... so much <laughs> <laughs> I was like you have to do it with your whole body because you, you don't want to like you know you don't want to break something, something. <laughs> so I was thinking like because like I also like have like a YouTube channel like I'm thinking of doing like a tutorial on how to headbang properly so you don't hurt yourself <laughs> or like you could do it like headbanging to different genres you know yes. what I mean like it's not just for like dubstep how to like yeah. properly or like etiquette you know like you know and you give that person like near you like a look like we're about to both just like take all this space you know and you like look across and you're like okay I'm gonna move a little bit away you're a little bit away we're both gonna give each other a head like yeah you yeah. could totally do a tutorial that would be so fun we should do it together I I would be so down when you come to Denver if you come to Denver we can totally make our tutorial together i would love that <laughs> or we could film it separately just to see how bad i had because i'm so out of practice it would be so bad but okay to get back to like your business so the t-shirts that's like really what took you off and do you do like drop shipping do you have like a warehouse like how how do you kind of handle your distribution you're gonna you're gonna think i'm crazy i do everything by myself like printing, right like hand printed and everything? Yeah, I do everything. Wait, wait, wait. Is this embroidered? Yes, it's embroidered. I had that sent out. Am I paused? Wait, what happened to me? <laughs> um, your phone is pausing. We're frozen. Oh, we're good. We're good. Yeah, I do everything by myself. 
That's ever. amazing. But it's uh, like, of course, like when things like really, really kick off, I'll probably go into like a warehouse or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, everything like everything that everybody gets is like touch and handmade by me. That's awesome. And I loved your packaging too. Was it, I think it was like tape that you had that had your book on it. Yeah. So those little touches that people don't realize that they make a really big difference because it just, it shows that little bit of extra effort, but that's wild. So is it just you or do you have like anybody helping you with marketing or operations or anything like that? It's actually like sometimes like my mom is also like a creative director. She used to do a, um, she used to do like back to school bags for like Disney that would be distributed Target, Walmart and everything. So like she, like I do like everything from like the marketing, the creative direction and everything. And like, she kind of helps me like merchandise it. So I put everything together. So for instance, I just did a photo shoot with like 20 people who are like all of my friends and they're like yeah we're just gonna do everything like so her and I were up until like five o'clock in the morning like literally putting everything together seeing what was going to be merchandised really well together and what would fit like this type of demographic like there's this um one of my friends her name is Marcella one second they cannot hear you on the live stream my connection or yours wait and then you disappeared. Come back. Did I disappear? Oh no. What's going on? Can you guys hear me now? Do you have you don't have Bluetooth or anything hooked up to your phone, right? No. Okay. Wait, let's see. Everybody give us a thumbs up if you can hear her. Thumbs can down. Can you hear me? So can you guys hear me? Let me see. Hello. Say it again. Hi. Well, I'm gonna take you out of my ear. Hi. No, I can't hear you on your phone. What's going on? Turn off your Bluetooth just in case. Because sometimes you like connect to a speaker. Yeah, my Bluetooth is completely off. Unplug your mic. We don't have mics. <laughs> Wait. So you can't hear either of us people? Can you hear me? No, my earphones are into my computer. Yeah, same. You know what? Let me let me hang up on the live. Okay. Oh, no, wait. Hold on. I got some hearts again, maybe. Okay, can you guys hear us? I don't know. Let's see. That's so weird. I'm muted on accident. Hello? Nope. Okay. They can't hear us. Let's um hang up and then try again. Because sometimes okay. that's all you gotta do. Right. <laughs> all right. And now I'm still gonna put that up there on the story though. Same. That's so weird. I've never had to drop both our volumes. Right? That's like so odd. Okay, round two. I hope you guys can hear me. What is going on here? Hello again, live streamers. Please my let me know if you can hear me. Check <laughs> mic one, two, one, two. Check, check one, two, check. one, two. That is so weird. Mic check. Can they hear Give you? Thumbs up if you can hear me. Okay, we, you can hear me. We just can't hear her. Yeah, thumbs right, up if you can hear me. Wait. Okay. Do, 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 do. I have Barbara Streisand stuck in my head and it's going to be stuck in my head. Do, 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 Barbra Streisand. I love that song. Energy in the comments if you like the song Barbra Streisand. 
All right, so as you are connecting to me, let's hopefully I guess can come back. Is your phone on data or Wi-Fi? It is on data, but I have unlimited. It's a, it just like, yes, kicked me off. Should. That's so weird. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining in again. I'm trying to go live with the lovely Lexi. I'm singing Barbara Streisand. It's a good time. <laughs> she will hopefully be joining me. It says connecting. Did I do it again? Okay, so oh, here, I'll try. I'll try to invite you again. Do, 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 do. No, 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 I picked the wrong person. Cancel. Sorry. <laughs> random person. I did not mean to add you. Okay. Awesome. Round two slash three slash doesn't matter. We're going to do all the rounds. All the rounds. Let's that it get takes. ready to rumble. Oh, oh, I hear you. Hi, guys. Yep, because now I have an echo. So I'm going to yeah. turn you down. Okay, guys. <laughs> Everybody, give me the little two-hand-up emoji or a pizza emoji if you can hear Lexi, because we are back in action. Okay. I miss, you. <laughs> I miss you too. Where to begin again? So for those of you that have are just tuning in, because it looks like we just got a big surge, this yeah. is the amazing Lexi. For those listening on the podcast, sorry, you're going to get this again because we just need to recap. She owns this dope brand called Headbanger Ravewear. She is a headbanger who headbangs to any kind of music. Her brand is all about self-expression and self-love and her and her mom do everything, which is amazing. So tell me about this photo shoot because that's like a pretty big deal to organize that for your brand. Like I'm sure yeah. that was a huge undertaking. It was it was an amazing experience. Like I've only been on like a shoot one time before. And I was like, look, I've heard of all like the yeah. negative yeah. things that go into photo shoots, but it was overall an amazing experience. Like Good. it was just like from finding like the venue was amazing, which I'm going to keep a complete secret, but Ooh. only yeah, when are these photos being released? Like, are we, is, can we talk about this shoot? Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so right now on my Instagram, I'm kind of doing a campaign where like, instead of, like, well, everybody's wearing my clothes, yeah, but my tagline for right now is, like, it's not about the clothes, it's the people in the clothes, mm -hmm. so it's talking about their stories and, like, how they got into the rave scene and how they found out about Headbanger Ravewear, and I was fortunate enough that, like, all 20 people who are involved are my friends, and, like, each of them are, like, part of a pivotal point of Headbanger Ravewear, Aww. so for instance, um, they're, um, Jessica, she was there the night that I grew the courage to meet Flashadamus, which is like a really big part yeah. of Headbanger Ravewear, which I had to kind of like, I was like, I'm sorry for saying this, but like there was like a really long line. So like the coat check and I saw that Curtis was like meeting people and I like bolted over there. And then they're like, no, like we can't let you in the seventh third. And I'm like, no, like my glasses, I lost them. They're really right here. And then <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. They saw that my glasses were right there. And then I'm like, oh my gosh. And like me, I don't try to fangirl a lot. Like me, like I'm in the EDM industry. Like I, we I all have that one artist though. Like and, you, know, you can't help it. Yeah. And it was like, I have, like, it was like my rave gal sweater. And I was like, look, like your clothing is awesome. It motivates me to make my own brand. This is part of my stuff. He was like, yo, like plus size room got to represent because at that time, like, plus size clothing in the rave scene. Like there were only a couple brands doing it and now it's 
exploded, which is great because I'm happy that all that representation is like being represented and stuff. And yeah, that's kind of how it like was my like green light to go. And Jessica was there with me who is, um, she has braids just like I do. And she was one of the first people that I posted on this campaign. So everything from my best friends that I met on Radiate in 2016, like people I just met this year, it's just like a bunch of different people who really genuinely like are with the brand. And like, I feel like it was a great way to do it because like if I would have paid models to do it, you can see like if they're really into it, they're really not. And like, even like my mom's coworker who like came to help out, we took pictures of her and she was like, yes, like I feel empowered. Oh, I feel like I can do whatever. Like everybody felt empowered on that. Yeah. And like, it was just really, really cool. <laughs> Amazing. So now what are your big twin plans for 2020 with the brand? Like what, what you got cooking up here? Okay. So 2020, I'm trying to integrate actual rave wear into okay. the brand. Because I don't know if, like, you see the bras again? Are they going to make a comeback? (laughs) I actually have a collab with Bras by Nicole, who is an amazing bra designer. Like, you'll see some of the pictures. Um, I teased it a little bit in my Headbanger Ravewear tease. Like, when I was like, oh, yeah, guys, I did a photo shoot. I'm not going to tell you guys what I'm doing. But, but yeah, her and I, um, she basically made a bra just inspired by my brand. So I just let her have complete creative freedom. I'm like, look, like, create what you feel. And then she made, like, a Not Your Rave Bay bra. She made like a studded like red bra with rivets and everything and like grommets. It was really awesome. And yeah, like it's just like having a rave war is like it is a rave war brand, but it's more of a vibe. So like yeah, I was gonna say, I love yeah. that you yeah. keep calling it like a brand yeah. because I feel like when people start businesses or like they go and do something, they don't have kind of your thought behind it. And it's yeah. so, so important. It's so- to have this because people th- see through this shit. Like, yeah. you're like, you know, like you're making really dope stuff, but like, if you could probably Googled, you know, raid t shirts, there's probably so many. But like, you stood out to me because I feel like you really have this like brand and philosophy, and it's looking just past clothes, but it's that community. And that's what's so important is to like, as the internet gets bigger and, you know, we all become more connected, like, everybody's still looking for community. Yeah, and so exactly. having ones that are really like just a solid foundation, I think are really important. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and you're part of the Headbanger Ravewear family now. So I'm so happy that we were able to connect when we did. Mm-hmm. And like, I just love your energy. I love like what you're about. Like, I know like when I watched your intro video to like, oh, like who's like Amanda, where's Amanda? <laughs> Wow, her and I have a lot in common, and like I think that's what I really admire about you because we both have that energy and we both have mm-hmm. that drive. And because of you, I downloaded TikTok, which is like oh. crazy monster. <laughs> it's such a time suck. I haven't been on it, admittedly, because I was like, "Why aren't I viral?" Yeah, like I feel so old. Like I just feel old. I was like, "This is not good for my self esteem." Yeah, I I just turned twenty six in December, so I was like, "Wow." I was like, "I get the average the- age is like eleven to like 19. <laughs> I was it's like, entertaining. Wow. like you can't right. like, you get sucked in like, oh. I did a gingerbread man like video and that was the most videos I got I was like okay I don't get the logic but it's okay <laughs> now the the whole logic is that there is no logic like right? that that is like the whole thing so okay so you've got like so you've got some more like rave clothes coming out are you 
going to be hand making all of those or are you going to like actually kind of expand and get some help? I know you said you have your collab with the bras, but yeah. Um, my mom actually, she graduated from FIT as like a fashion design major. So her and I like, um, her and I kind of like tag team it together. So like, if I see like a trend or whatever, like the thing Mm -hmm. with like my brand is that I see what like Freedom Rave we're doing is doing. I see what Rulita Couture is doing, but I don't really, a lot of people like to, I don't know how you say it, like take inspiration, but I like to say, okay, reflective is in right now. Mm-hmm. How can I tie in reflective with my brand mantra and what I sell? Mm-hmm. So in the photo shoot, I have a shirt that has like a crest that I made and it's like in headbanging okay. trust established in 2019. <laughs> and oh, then the so sides, cool. it has like actual like strips of reflective, like industrial okay. reflective. Cool. So I'm trying to make it like, as like, nobody has like seen any of this yeah. before. So my mom, like her and I are like going to veer into like the rave war side. So she's going to be like everything that you see on me, like it's like a mock-up of some sort that I want to like yeah. make and everything. And perfect. So she's going to help me with the rave war part because she like knows how to sew and she's actually going to teach me how to sew too. So it's going to be. Amazing. Okay. So I have another audience question. If you could watch one set for the rest of your life, what would that set be? Oh my gosh. You guys are going to be so shocked because it's not a dubstep set. It is Andrew Bayer, EDC Las Vegas, 2019. Yeah. (laughs) What, what about that set? Oh, it's just the fact that like, the first time I heard Andrew Bayer, I fell in love with him. Like, I actually have a tattoo. I have superhuman tattooed on my ribs. Oh, the song is so good. I actually have not gotten a music tattoo yet. I've oh. been so indecisive with it, but I, yeah. I love that. It's amazing. I think what set apart that set from everything else is that that was my sister's first time seeing Andrew Bayer. And she oh, also yeah. raves with me, too. Yeah, so. that's so special to, like, experience yeah. it together. That's amazing. My sister, she's nine years older than me, and oh. she was at a work trip in Baltimore, and it was the, what was the tour that, like, Slander and Seven Lions and Glitch Mob, the, the Alchemy, the Alchemy, Alchemy tour? Yeah, Alchemy tour, yeah. Yeah, and they were playing at Baltimore, and it was an outdoor venue, and she just, like, happened to be, like, across the street, like, sent me videos. <laughs> it was like, is this what you go to all the time? It sounds awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of like that's exactly what I go to. Like, Uh, I love all all of the artists there. So, yeah, Seven Lions, man. I I just saw Seven Lions at EDC Orlando for the first time in a while. That was one of the best sets I've seen from him. Yeah. Like, I like, I love Seven Lions. I don't like Psytrance Seven Lions. And you didn't see much of that at EDC. So, I was like, yes. It was like 2016 Seven Lions. Like, he plays like a very nice, like, nostalgia set at least for me yeah when he dropped another me my friend greg he got a nice like he got a video of me headbanging to another me and it was in the first reflective rave wear my mom like made oh, for headbanger yes. rave wear so like edc orlando is kind of where that idea of like okay we're gonna kind of throw in little bits and pieces of rave wear so i like debuted the first one and it's like modest and like very like you know like I feel like I don't have to be completely naked in order to like feel confident and sexy like that and like everybody like has their own type of like outfit that makes them feel like a badass and like that was like my badass outfit but like I I feel comfortable wearing anything like you can you can like throw me anything and I'll wear it (laughs) I think that's what's so interesting about the rave space though is like 
one day you can be wearing an oversized tee and then the next day you can be wearing like pasties and like booty shorts. You know what I mean? Like no, nobody cares if you go either way on the Yeah. Like it's that's literally never makes it. you feel comfortable. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. So that's why I think it's so cool that now you're like getting into more types of clothing. Like I can't yeah. wait to see what you create and where all of this goes. Thank you so much. I like, oh, I appreciate like, you know, like that you like wore my Not Your Rave Bay shirt because it, that like made my New Year's. I was like, yes. Well, it's just like female, female empowerment. Like, I just think that like, I don't want to get on like a soapbox, but like us women, we go through shit. Like, you know, we go through a lot sometimes. Like a decadence last year, some dude in the crowd tried to like make out with me and like wouldn't leave me alone to the point where like, Five other people in the crowd had to yell at him to leave because he wouldn't like take no for an answer from me. And like I get it, like substances obviously were involved because that yeah. dude was like out of his mind. But yeah. like you should be well enough to where no matter how messed up you are, you're like not, you know, crossing lines. So like yeah, wearing that shirt to that festival was just very empowering to go back there and do yeah. that. If I'm ever in the Denver area, I'll be your bodyguard. <laughs> Thank I'm you. like I'm like five ten, pretty. Oh, late. perfect! Yeah. I'm like five, literally five foot, so <laughs> that's great. I think it, it was just like super annoying to like just to get into like a little story time. Was this guy was like bugging one of the girls that we didn't even know, and I just went up to her and I was like, "Hey, is this guy bugging you? Do you want to come dance with us?" Like. Cause she was just like by herself. She's like, yeah, I don't know where my friends went, but I really want to see this set. We were like, yeah, like come, come dance with us. And so he was just, he'd be one of those creepers in the crowd and like think he was, he was friends with everybody when like nobody wanted him around. And then all of a sudden I was like kind of trying to box him out of our group. And he just like pulled me in and like kissed me on the cheek. And I was like, whoa, like you need to back like, who are you? And he wouldn't leave. And I was like, you seriously like need to get out of my space. And then this other guy who just like, he didn't see like him kiss me, but he was like, are you okay? Like, is this guy bothering you? And I was like, yes, he needs to like get the F out of here. Like, and I'm like a very, pa- like, you can ask my friends, like, I'm very passive. Like I, yeah. like, I just like saw red in that moment. And like, I probably would have like hit him. because just Yeah. So it was, it was definitely one of those things that like made me connect a lot with yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, between you and I, like, there was a shirt that, um, because my sister also modeled in the shirt, in the shoe, so I'm making this, like, bodysuit and this, like, shirt that goes with it, and it says, my rave wear is not my consent. Oh, my God, I just got chills. (laughs) I love that so much, because that is just, like, yes, 100, 110 percent, like, that is not consent, and that is awesome actually having somebody else on the podcast in a little bit who we're talking about consent so I definitely need to connect you to yeah of course you guys could do some really cool things and I am so excited and whoever is asking oh in what world is that appropriate yeah I don't know what world this guy was in exactly not appropriate I think you know I was listening to Malcolm Gladwell and Oprah were actually talking about how like um, you know, we may not like, yes, we do definitely have a consent problem, but we also have like a substance abuse problem. Exactly. A lot of these, you know, some of these guys, I won't say all of them, but some of them are definitely in an altered state of mind and that makes them think it's okay. And it's not okay. You shouldn't get to that point. You shouldn't drink that much. You didn't, shouldn't take that many drugs. If you're worried that you're going to cross a line. Yeah. 
exactly and then you don't know what you like when people who go over the line like that they don't know who they hurt they don't know what they do because they black out and that's the scary thing about it like i was watching i think like my boyfriend was reading a blinkist with um i forget her name and she was at a party and she got really drunk and like this guy like raped her in the back of a dumpster and she couldn't oh, yeah. remember it's anything the guy who only got like six months of jail and the yeah. two the two guys from Switzerland caught him and were so emotional over catching this guy mid act that yeah. they, they like threw up. They couldn't even speak on the stand because they were so yeah. emotional over it. And yeah. yeah, this is the exact case that Oprah and Malcolm Gladwell were talking about yeah. because they were saying, yes, it's messed up. He shouldn't have done that. But also does he even remember doing that? Like is yeah. he even conscious? And he only got six months of jail time, which is just awful. Horrible. Like, Penis. But I, yeah, on a positive note, <laughs> having conversations like this, changing, you know, the narrative, because even like Aziz Ansari, like he came out and said, like, he didn't even realize he was being inappropriate. Like a female, yeah. like, you know, we went on a date and you made me feel really inappropriate. And he was like, I want to do better. Like, it's not an excuse, but like, I just didn't know because standards have been, you know, same thing with like gay jokes on TV. Like those aren't okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're just changing as a society and it just takes conversations like this to like keep it going and like cool brands that do dope stuff like you do. I'm so excited. Thank you. I'm so excited too. Once I, I like have the shirt, like I'll send it over to you. It's like a really awesome shirt. <laughs> wait. Um, okay. So one more question that I have is, so obviously this can be like emotionally taxing, time taxing, like how do you stay and you just said you got your mba too yeah. so like how do you stay focused and like keep keep up with it when things get hard i remember um my mom always told me and she's very spiritual she was like there's nothing that um like you have to keep fighting no matter what there's not an obstacle god's gonna throw at you that you can't handle and it was hard for a while because i like it was hard finding a job, like, Hold after on one college. second, Lex. I think your volume went out. Try talking No. Hello? Maybe hold your, like, or how close to your, to your phone? Can you guys hear me? No, I think you went out again. No, what's going on? I don't hear you at all. It's so annoying. I'm so sorry, girl. I don't know why this keeps doing this. That's so weird. All good. So what I think we're going to do is this will be in podcast form, guys. Okay. So we're going to keep talking. We're just going to stay on the live stream because okay. whatever you guys can fill in. Somebody, you guys can like read her lips. Yeah. But this, will, this is being recorded. This will yeah. be on a podcast and on YouTube. And you're saying some really good stuff. So I'm bummed they can't hear you. But. I know. I'm like, so. is there a way that I could leave and then come back? Yeah. Let me try to exit you out again. Thanks, Stephanie, for always watching this and helping me. I'm going to remove Lexi. Thank you so much, girl. Yeah, for those of you that are joining, this is the second time we've done that. Lexi's phone hates her. And keeps I know. <laughs> sucks, man. It just oh, makes me sad. Good. You're just making more editing for me on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> it's so sad. It just makes me like, oh. Man, I'm so sorry. I don't know where my phone's being weird. Technology, I mean, the fact that we can even do this, that you're in New York and I'm here. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like, I'll take, I'll take what we can get. Because like I said, <laughs> we've got it all recorded, too. We've got it all recorded. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Okay. Hello. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yes, but it's super delayed. Yes. Maybe try going on Wi-Fi. Maybe try going on Wi-Fi. Let's see. Yeah, you're, like, super pixelated and... 
I heard you for a second. Can you guys hear me now? That is so weird. I don't know if it's my connection. Let me go back on my phone. Can you guys hear me? Okay, I got a thumbs up. Oh, yeah, now I can hear you. Okay, awesome. Um, so there was a point in time where I was, like, the time that, like, I didn't have a job was the time that I really put everything into Headbanger Ravewear and kind of made it what it is right now. And then as soon as, like, October came, like, I got a new job. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do like email marketing with them. Like I work, uh, I work for L'Oreal Paris at the Hudson Yards, um, at the Hudson Yards location. And after that, that kind of gave me the drive to like, be like, you know, like this is, I'm working for a very amazing brand that empowers people through makeup and through skincare and through cosmetics and everything. And I do like all their email marketing for, um, for the L'Oreal Paris team. So I was like, you know what, I have to do this. And like, I was, I was in school working and doing this. So Mm -hmm. like, what I really maximize is that like my low time when I didn't like get sales, like I would be, you know, working on stuff with my MBA and kind of seeing how I can excel at work. Oh my God. So you were, wait, so you were working, getting your MBA (laughs) and starting this brand. Yeah. And, um, like Headbanger River started back in like 2018 and that's when I started, um, that's when I like Headbanger River was like April, 2018 is when I really started it. And it's going on two years that I've had it. And it, it gets, it gets hard sometimes, but like I think about, and I'll always like leave it with this. Like if anybody is going to start their own business, don't, do it for the money at first because at least the first year to like three years mm-hmm. it's you're not going to see anything out of it mm-hmm. you're going to have to you know you have to be your own PR person you have to be your own social media person you have to do a bunch of different things and the fact that well, keeps and it's not going, fulfilling right yeah. like if you're just doing it for money all you're going to do is be frustrated because in yeah. the beginning there's no money so like yeah so exactly and then the thing that keeps me going is that you know what it's not about the money it's about the people and if I can if I can help people find themselves if I can help people feel empowered if I can make people feel like a badass or a bad mm-hmm. bitch which I have those shorts like you know I may uh, have bad bitch shorts but, <laughs> but, but yeah like I think about that and I think about how many how many people like need to hear that they are loved and that they're beautiful and that they can say no if they if they don't want to be bothered by people, they can take over the world if they want to. Like no one, like no one has to limit them. And that's what I want to take away with my brand is that like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Sorry for my language. You can, you can be what you want to be. You can dress how you want to dress, no matter what size, no matter what gender, no matter like who you love, like you can be whoever you want to be. And that's what keeps me going with having a for because it's more than a brand to me. It's more of a lifestyle. And if I can touch people's life in the process, I'm already fulfilled. Amazing. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to end on that extremely positive note because I have chills and like, I am just like, honestly ready to get back to working on stuff and edit this and get this out into the world because this has been so amazing talking to you. Can you tell everybody where they can find you? You can find me at hdbngr underscore rvwr on instagram and for my actual website it's headbangerravewear.com just like the hat all one word and 
I love you, Where's Amanda? And like, we need to do this more often. And I'm so happy that my first like duo experience was with you. Amazing. Thank you so much. And everybody that's watching or listening, have a wonderful rest of your day, night, week, and just life. <laughs> you too, guys. Have a good Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, send this to a friend. If you really, really liked it and are listening on Apple Podcasts, then please leave me a five-star review. If you want to leave me less something less than five, message me. Don't leave a review. I'd love to fix this podcast and make this a five-star in your mind. Also, if you're listening on Spotify or any other podcasting app, please hit follow or subscribe. It really helps others find me. Thank you so much and have a wonderful life.